Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 at 5.30. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's 4th Estate. And welcome back to Florida's 4th Estate. We are broadcasting from our world headquarters here at News 6 WKMG. It's Might be, some call it the best television station in America. So I don't know of anyone who doesn't call it the best. Right. And you know, we can't be the best alone. No. We can't. One of the most common questions we get in the television business, if you go to a school or you talk to a group. How is much money say, do you make? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the first that one we get. <laughs> the second biggest question is, what's with that tower out there at your station? How does it work? How do you broadcast? And if something goes wrong on that tower, goes up there and fixes it. We know a guy. Hey. So yeah, we thought we would spend a little portion of our show here discussing what happens and how all the maintenance and repairs go on the tower. Yeah, yeah. his name is Ben Vaughn. Let's bring him in here. Come on in, Ben. He's our maintenance what did I tell you? supervisor. Calm down, ladies. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, good to see you, Ben. One of our favorites at the station. Pleasure to be here. So we love having him. And when he posted to social media one time what it looks like when he climbs up or partially climbs, partially elevates up one of these towers to yeah. fix it. It totally blew our mind. But my favorite thing about Ben, before we get to all that, is his origin story here at News 6. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Partially because it involves me. It ben, does. how did you get uh, involved in this news station here? I uh, moved down here in uh, 2017 with my family and uh, the job in New York uh, dried up and I uh, was looking for a job all summer, summer of 2018. Uh, toward the tail end of August, I was uh, had watched the station for a long time. I grew up in a TV station, so it you know, made sense to watch the local CBS affiliate, and uh, really came to like how the everybody, the on-air talent, all got along. It seemed very you know, a lot of camaraderie, and uh, always look forward to your uh, your Friday night uh, live on a Friday night wow. at 11 o'clock. Wow. So you're watching News Six at 11 live on a Friday night. See, some uh, people do like that's it. what he was asking, Ben. Why is this station so good because of me? <laughs> and talk more about me. Well, it always meant that I'd made it yet another week of, of not, you know, not losing the house or anything. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there was this one particular Friday night that you were out and Lisa was covering the 11 o'clock news and she did the live on a Friday night. And I thought, oh my goodness, these people really are friends. They're all really, yeah. and that I started looking, I looked on the website and I was hired the following Monday. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. All, that, and that is a true story. We all are really friends, as you can tell, yeah. uh, by just listening to our off-air conversation. <laughs> Sometimes too good of friends. Yeah. Uh, so, Ben, you do a little of everything here. When I say that, because you look, you know, we're talking about him scaling these. How tall are these towers? Uh, that tower is 400 feet. Okay. I don't, I don't climb that tower. No, no, no. But the one we we have video yeah, of you so that's, scaling that is something. The, the one in Christmas, Florida, is yeah. 2,000 feet tall. The second platform where where we, the maintenance department, generally goes to is at 1,300 feet. Okay, so he does that. But true story, I've needed uh, a hole put in a belt. I've needed something glued onto my shoe. One time I had a wart. I needed lanced <laughs> off. He did that for me. We do but, have soldering irons. <laughs> the thing is. There is no job that he will not tackle, but then you don't realize he tackles one of the toughest jobs at this station because it is. We don't think of your job as being dangerous, but it can be quite dangerous. 
Uh, I agree. There's no, even, no, but really, tell us a little bit. When you scale a tower like the one in Christmas, and you're not scaling it like Spider-Man. No, there's an you, elevator in the middle. You gotta, and you get to go two guys, it's two burly always, men. Always two. There's you always go two, two. two on the tower, one on the ground. And why is that? Because if if one person gets incapacitated, there's no you can't call Orange Fire, you know Orange County Fire Rescue. They don't they can't get you. They can't so get up one there. guy has to be able to get the other person off yeah. the tower, get them into the elevator. And the, it's so I can't I don't like small spaces. Tell us about the elevator trip to go up. All right, are we doing? Oh, this wow. is it. Wow, I'm I'm gonna leave you. I've never felt closer I've, to you. I've never felt more. Awkward. Larry and I spend a lot of very close time together. Going we know up. each other pretty well. Yeah. And why? Okay, why were you going up? Well, so uh, about twice a year we go up there. ENG receive site. So when you see Sky Six being received, there are antennae on the on the second platform that receive the microwave signal from the from the uh, Sky from the Six shoots it to there, right? And it, then it shoots. It, it comes down uh, into into the transmitter building and then shoots across to. Those two large ones up there comes down that, comes through there, emerges underneath where we're standing, and then goes on television. Okay, so you had so, to go and check things right, out. Right, so there's there's an enormous wind load up there, as you can probably imagine. I mean, there's a, there's sure. a lot. So the mounts that these uh, that these antennae are on uh, will crack or break, and you uh, before you lose the antennas are very expensive. So before you lose one of those or have it dangling off or God forbid yeah. fall to the ground and, and do any damage, mm -hmm. uh, you have to go up roughly twice a year to, to either replace them or at least inspect them. But as you're traveling uh, cheek to cheek or whatever belly you belly. Belly, were belly, belly. doing just a moment ago, what is how the, long uh, is that ride? Up 20, to 26 minutes. 26 minutes. Of <laughs> Is wow, it, you guys do talk. Do you oh, talk? Oh, absolutely. Do you talk? Oh yeah, you have to. <laughs> like, what if you, if I honestly, <laughs> if if Larry did not talk the entire trip up, I would oh probably lose myself. <laughs> Where do you I put your hands? So my hands go over. Just around him? No. Luckily, he's he's a little little shorter than I am, so my arms go up and over onto the the side console, and his arm he gets to to slide so down. You're under. the big spoon in this situation. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, that's one yeah. way to say it. There All right. Go. And is it nerve wracking? Do you look forward to the days you get to go up on the tower, or is it nerve wracking? You hate it. Terrifying. Really? Yeah. What's terrifying? I mean, besides the height, do you, uh, you're not afraid of heights, though. I'm not a huge fan of heights. It moves. The The tower moves. It's swaying because it's got to have some you give or snap. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It makes noises, too. Clank. What's a noise? Give us a noise. Uh, clanking. Uh, clanking? Clanking, vibrating. Okay, so do you remember your first time having to go? <laughs> what was Okay, when when did that, what was that like? Describe that, because I um, feel like you're never prepared for something like that. People can describe I, it all they want. I was not prepared at all. <laughs> what I actually never stood up the entire time I was up there. I was on my hands and knees. What? Absolutely terrified, yeah. <laughs> it has only, Just it's only been the last couple, there? you know, two years or so that I'm like, all right, I feel pretty safe here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. How do you, I mean, but, but what made you feel like, okay, I'm going to stand up now. I'm going to just yeah, do that's this. That's probably thing. like the, the first five times you were live on television. You eventually got comfortable I with it. I blacked out. Yeah. I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably. She's still crawling around on TV. <laughs> uh, so Ben, when you get up there, are you having to walk around? I would imagine you're always tethered to no. something. No, you're not. The, the, um, the safety harness is actually more for being able to get off the tower than it is for getting up. Like that if the sense. elevator is broken, correct, and you have to kind of scale down. Yeah, what do you do? Because it's elevator? not like there's a, there's a ladder. Okay, <laughs> God, is that's there? A nightmare. Yeah, and it's straight up and down. It's Absolutely. not like a slant, right? right. So, so you, in that particular case, with your harness, you're locking off, going down down the ladder, unlocking, locking. 
Oh my God, that's two hours of work. It sounds like just. Oh, and, I mean, and you better have nice boots on, otherwise the the you know the insides of your feet are going to be destroyed. Oh my. Okay, and you can only go up on nice days, on sunny. Absolutely. And, yeah, and yeah, in Florida, you you are you're off that tower by one o'clock. Yeah. Hands down. Because no, it doesn't matter if it's, yeah, if it's yeah, done or not. It ha you're off by. Okay. Uh, and speaking of another dangerous part of the job, I didn't know until today. Like if you go past a certain level on that tower, that tower in Christmas, what happens? Like you, you got to pay attention to where you stop the elevator. You'd die. How do you die? Why? Um, uh, so you're, you're talking about an enormous amount of RF energy. I mean, we oftentimes around the base of the tower, you'll see you know, dead birds and, and what whatnot. I mean, it's it's like being in a microwave. Okay. Uh, oh, what? It's like being, can you actually feel it if you go? If you go no. Too you, well, if you go that high, yeah, you would be. You, I mean, if you were to if you were to go any higher than say 1,500 feet, then you would have to wear an RF uh, alarm. Uh, you know, to, to, like similar to radiation yeah. alarms. So when you, okay, so when you got into this business, then did you realize what you were getting into? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was in video post production in New York for 20 years. <laughs> when I took this job, I was like, oh, I can work on machines and computers. <laughs> oh, next week we're going up Brown oh, Road my Tower. God. So was it that quick? Uh, it was I don't like know, a week was, or two was, in. It was probably the fall. Yeah, it was probably the fall of 2018. Yeah. The thing I appreciate about you, Ben, is that you had this incredibly difficult and dangerous job, right? But we see you in the hallways, and we would never know that because we ask you, it's like, hey, you have a battery? Like, that's probably the easiest thing you'll do all day is just get me a AA battery for something, you know, the clock or, or whatever. I like, I like the easy trouble tickets. No, always I my... get it. I get it. But, you know, it's like now that we know that you do this type of work, I'm not going to ask you for a battery again. You're I'm still not asking ask for a battery. To, I enjoy that part. I'm not going to ask you to fix the strap on my shoe. Hey, can you clean the earwax <laughs> out of my earpiece? Oh, that's gross. a that's a favorite. Oh, that's true too. You run into the stu the studio if our IFBs don't work. It's and, the stuff we wear on. Yeah, this is true. Ear. I know. I I realized Ben oh, did a lot more than I thought. One day I was coming in the door and I saw him like carrying a satellite dish on his back. <laughs> he does a lot. So this Listen, is Ben the whole, the whole like department. The whole department does right a lot. We are we are a team. We are truly a, like a like a you know, I don't know want to call it a SEAL team but a group of a group we all have a common goal and the common goal is to make sure that the station stays on the air we appreciate it yeah thank we you couldn't so run much. without you buddy oh my gosh thanks no. next time you go up there will you take ginger to Brown Road? No. Yeah. No. no. Thank you. But take I, Matt and then just toss him over the side. Let's see if he flies. I mean, well, that might be a little. Oh, my God. Uh, you too. Stay with us. After the break, we're going from TV to the big stage. The longest-running genie on Broadway is actually from right here in Central Florida. How he says this community got him to where he is today. Welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. We are honored to have you with us as we love to highlight Floridians who are doing big things. Some of these Floridians you heard of, their household names. Other ones, a lot of people know, but it might not be in your particular orbit. And today we've got a big one, Gigi. 
Uh, I would gather to say it is huge. And, you know, he's not in your orbit, but he is in my orbit. He's all up in your orbit. (laughs) Everybody who loves a good Broadway show is going to know this face once we show him to you. So without further ado, welcome, Mr. Michael James Scott. Hello. How are you? Yes, what's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh, people are so excited. We're talking to Jeannie from Aladdin. I just, it, it is so exciting to see you and to speak with you. And you are a Florida guy through and through, especially Central Florida, because you're uh, a Dr. Phillips guy, and as are so many other talented folks there. What do they have in the water there at Dr. Phillips? That is a good question. I want to know. Maybe they would put some, you know, they would put some sprinkling something in our in our high C, you know. <laughs> well, you went back for extra. You got extra. Yeah, you got yeah, in the line again. Was... <laughs> no, I mean oh it really gosh. is so true. There's so many, uh, so many who IPS still very close to to this day. Uh, amazing artists. We did a show earlier. Uh, Michael, and I still hope you're going to consider us friends after we're done telling you what we have to tell you. So we like to do lists of people and things, right? So we did a list of famous Floridians, like we did top five. And uh, we named off some people you probably know. And our number one local celebrity or someone who's big was Carrot Top, right? We did the episode... We did the episode, okay, and so, man, my uh, email blew up. Matt, do you want to tell him why? Do you want to show him why? Yeah, so this very sweet woman contacted us and said, you left somebody important off of your list. (laughs) She wasn't happy about it, and it was your mom, okay? So your mom said, we should not have left you off the list, and we said, listen, if you're going to get your son on here, you're going to have to send him a little message, so this is your mom. Hi, Michael James Scott. It's your mom. I just wanted to take this opportunity to tell you that I am so proud of you. We are so proud of you. Your father, your family, we are all so proud of you. And we want to share your story. We just wanted to take this opportunity to share your fierceness, your talent with everyone. We love you. And I just wanted to say, God bless you and continue on. Continue to make us proud. Love you. Oh, what a proud oh, mama. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Now, see, you, now you're bringing up the mom. Now you're bringing up the moms. Like, that. now it's a whole. Yes, That's sir. what we do here. Yes, sir. We always bring That's in the moms. And this is a good level. one. Yeah. Sometimes we bring in your mom jokes and it's bad, but in this yeah, case. This, oh my gosh. I mean, seriously, I've one just loved that she contacted us immediately, Michael, immediately. Oh like the show had not ended. It was five minutes later. We got that email and I was like, oh, that's, that's a good mama right there. That is her. Oh my gosh. That means so much. And I... That is so fun. Like I, it's so funny because she mentioned to me I was watching the show and I was, and she was like, and I wanted to, you know, she was like, what, what do you mean? She's like, well, my son wasn't on there, and I was like, mom, like, mom, just like, just call it Karen. I call, I just say Karen Scott. I say Karen Scott. 
calm it down, <laughs> calm it down. And she was so adamant about, but like, it was like a whole thing. I had no idea that was going to happen. So tell us about yeah. what it's like to be on Broadway doing this show, oh. Aladdin. I mean, I feel like the schedule in itself, obviously it's a dream for you. This is what you've been shooting for, but the schedule has to be insane, right? Give us a, give us a look into your day. It is pretty intense. You know, I mean, we, we are athletes, uh, you know, here on Broadway, this schedule is insane and we are, we are singing, we are dancing, we are acting. It is no joke. It is literally the equivalent to to more, I know, dare I say it, to more than a football game. Ooh. <laughs> oh, really? Take that, NFL. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, and please, you know, I have all the utmost respect for, like, you know, athletes and everything that, that, that they do. But what people don't realize is, we are athletes uh, as as Broadway performers. You have no idea mm. the, the the physical nature of what it takes to do a show eight times a week. Um, I'm playing one of the most d physically demanding roles on Broadway, and I'm doing it eight times a week. So it's pretty intense uh, just to sort of like get yourself there get in the game, if you will, yeah. um, and ready for ready for action. But it's also pretty incredible. I'm curious what it's like being on Broadway because I feel like if you have to do the same show over and over again, eight times per week, I have heard that there can be a pretty high burnout rate. Do you feel mm. that at all? You know, the thing about it for me, I think that that makes it a bit different is, you know, I, I get to play. You know, the genie is someone who is really... Um, every night is completely different. And I have a different thing where I get to break the fourth wall and I get to talk directly to the audience. So mm -hmm. I, for me, the you know, it's literally fresh and different every single night. What was it like in 2019 when you actually got to do Jeannie in your hometown of the Dr. Phillips Center? Oh my gosh. That was <laughs> like, I mean... I know I almost said some words that probably I should have said. Like I mean, it was just like it, because there's so it was it was outer body on so many levels in terms of like feeling the love, like the hometown love, and like the support. I come from a community of people who really care, who really supported the arts. People who uh, I've said this before, they just saw wonderment in a child's eyes. It didn't matter the neighborhood I came from or the color of my skin. I I had what I call who I call superheroes. Teachers to me are superheroes. The community leaders are superheroes who took me, literally held me up, and they were like, "Okay, this is what you, you like. We're gonna make these these opportunities available for you." And my mom and my dad have sacrificed, and they just said yes. I had parents that just said yes. So to be able to come back home to my community, where that was the case of like you know this little chocolate chubby child from Orlando, Florida, <laughs> who just wanted to be a, you know, to sing and dance, go on to be the genie in Disney's Aladdin on Broadway around the world and get to come home mm. to Dr. Philip to the Dr. Phillips Center, this gorgeous, amazing, beautiful performing arts center for young folks like myself who grew up not really getting to see themselves on stage and beyond was um magical is really the word for it and uh and something i will always hold near and dear to my heart and actually really um invigorated my 
my need to be able to come back home and give back to the community that really fostered someone like me. Um, and as I say, it, it is possible. I am the product of a community that cares. So I am telling you, if I, if, if Michael James Scott can do it, it is possible. <laughs> it is absolutely possible. Anything is. Anything is. Man, I love the message. I love the fact that you can go up to New York, take yourself a little vacation, go hit Broadway, and you can see a Dr. Phillips grad up there rocking the <laughs> stage, baby. That is so cool. Michael James Scott. Thank you so much for joining us for Florida's Fourth Estate. We uh, we appreciate. I can see you have lit up our podcast. Oh. I can only imagine how you light up a stage, my friend. Thank yeah. you so much for joining You're us. You're amazing. Thank you for your time oh. and your talent. We appreciate you so much. And, and I really hope this interview went well enough for your mom to like it. Because if not, I have a feeling we're going <laughs> to hear from her, from her again. If not, <laughs> you will be hearing from her. I'm sure mom, let us no know less. in our DMs how it did. Thank you all. And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus.